Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is that a Stranger Things bug? No, it's from uh, Sweeney Todd. Did you go to see with Josh Groban? Yes, that was actually going to be a talking point for next week because i didn't want to like waste your time giving i have a degree in musical theater (laughs) giving our i'm a nerd but now that we just had this revelation i have i have the entire adam's family musical soundtrack memorized (laughs) i I, okay so so to give you so like i know we're not recording but like oh yes we are we can we can Oh, we are. Oh, god. Okay, so this is even more embarrassing. This so, can be part, um, this can be part of the podcast, or it cannot be. Whatever you want. So, I I am now married. I got married in September. My husband is currently over there doing his own thing. We love it. The guy I dated before him, his name is Chris. He's still good friends to this day. Um, his first date with a girl, me, who he barely knew, was to take me. To the opening cast of Hamilton on Broadway. <laughs> I was like, how do I, how, I was like, yeah. And I staged toward. So I have pictures, like, of me with David Diggs, Christopher oh, Jackson. Oh, I got a picture like, with Josh Groban on s- Sunday night. I, fuck, I freaking love that. Which was. I wanted to go see him, but then I looked at tickets and they were incredibly expensive. And I was like. <laughs> I had been staring at it forever and I was just like, mm. Okay. His his voice is angelic. Is it his really as good in angelic. real life? But uh, one of the reasons I wanted to see him in particular is that, um, are you at all familiar with Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812? Quite possibly my favorite musical in existence. That show fucking changed my life. There is a direct line of cause and effect from me listening to that soundtrack to me, like, leaving the country for the first time in my memory. Um... So we did the, like, you know, we staged short after the show and everything. And I told him, I was like, hey, like, this, like, great comment, like, changed my life in, like, all these ways. And he was, like, seemed, like, really, like, surprised that someone had brought it up at all, which was super cool. Um, but yeah, the show was amazing. Um, Annalie Ashford served cunt. Love that. She slayed. That. She ate. Left no crumbs. Absolutely killed it. Love her. <laughs> love that um i actually i don't know are we we do like doctor who in this house right oh 100 so i've met david Tennant several times and i actually saw him in a stage play in london called don juan in soho nice. he played don juan so um fun fact this is this is another fun fact so i bought tickets as a struggling studying abroad student 
Um, It'd be like in that. the nosebleeds, like way in the back in the mezzanine. Like I'm talking, like barely even saw the stage. I'm pretty sure I had an obstructed view, but David Tennant was in it, so I was like, okay, whatever. I get there. <laughs> I get there. It's pouring rain outside, of course. It's London. Why not? And it's pouring rain, and I get to the like the box office with my email confirmation. They're like, we don't have your ticket. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you don't have my ticket? Like, pardon? They're like. Well, it seems we oversold the mezzanine, but there is a spot in the third row that we can give you. I'm like, I don't have any extra money. They're like, oh, no, no, free of charge. I'm like, eh, what? <laughs> so so I'm three rows I would have expired the on the spot. Okay, it gets better. It gets better. So Don Juan in Soho is like a dramedy, for lack of a better term, but it is a comedy. It is Don Love Juan. It. So... So David says this really funny line, and everybody's laughing, and the laughter kind of peters out. But unfortunately, I have no filter, and I thought it was way funnier than everybody else did. So I'm still laughing at this point. I manage, like, as it's quieting down, I'm, like, stifling it in. And then he's, he does, he makes a movement, or I can't even remember what it was. And I just let out this loud, like, guffaw <laughs> that was very clearly, like, a woman's, like, trying to hold her laughter in. And you just saw for a split second his face, like, try not to go into a grin. And I was like, oh, shit, he heard me. He heard me. <laughs> and so I was like, I cannot believe I almost caused David Tennant to break character. Like, I that's, feel that. Like, oh, my God. Holy shit. And then, so I do a lot of, I went to Rhode Island Comic Con in November nice. to get signatures. And I met Carrie Ells. Um... Wesley from The Princess Bride, a uh, bunch of other stuff. Mr. That, Saw himself. Uh, he was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Um, honestly, one of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> Underrated. Um, and we had, uh, I don't, babe, do we have it out? That signed photo? Yeah. Is it hanging up? Yeah, can you? So... There, I've cosplayed from the Princess Bride before. Oh my god, totally I love it. like, yeah. So, my photographer friend, we were, I, I made my husband dress up as Wesley. So, before I show you this, my friend took photos of us in Buttercup and Wesley outfits at the New York Renaissance Fair. Um, and as a gift, he um gave us canvas prints of oh, one so of the shots. And so I got one and my husband got one, but we weren't living together at the time. So now we have two. One is in my husband's office. This one was signed by Carrie. Stop. And it says, so, so glad you found true love as you wish. And, and it gets even better because I handed this to his manager and his manager was like, oh, it's extra because it's from the movie. And I was like, no, no. No, no, this is a picture of me and the man who's standing next to me right now, my husband. He's like, no, no, it's a still from the movie. I was like, I am not going to resell a photo of my husband and I, like, no. And he's like, so you're not going to resell it? I'm like, no, no, I'm not. So we get down to Carrie and Carrie goes, oh, I didn't remember filming this scene. And I'm like, because it's not you. <laughs> so his manager and Carrie both thought it was a still from the movie. And I was like, mm, no, but I took... Thank great you, pleasure in that. Thank you, though. Great pleasure in that. No, honestly, same. I would never shut up about that, frankly, if that was me. My phone charger for my husband. Oh, because I need a cable. 
so uh yeah that was that was my and i got the entire cast of futurama to sign the planet express uh logo nice. that was also rhode island noise we got 11 <laughs> autographs in one day you really do love to see it um hi everyone we're back again with harley <laughs> like oh yeah where do we go from there yeah we're we're rambling we're having a good time we're chilling we're being handed cords well so these are wireless headphones and unfortunately the wireless part is kind of dying see that's super fun because i have had a pair of wireless and every time i connect anything to this microphone it cuts out um half of your audio so you hate to see it i have had this pair of wireless headphones for ages but they finally broke on me and i attempted to super glue it back i don't know how much longer that's gonna last but i did ask for new headphones for christmas so we'll see what happens so i am for now tethered yeah i am tethered on both sides so this is this is how my day is going rip but anyway, the first thing I have for us to talk about today was something that I stole from Twitter, which I think is really fun. You've been kidnapped. Your kidnappers allow you to keep posting on social media to pretend that everything is alright. What would you post that would alarm your followers without Hold the on, kidnappers knowing that you're asking for help? Talking. I am... Try again? Yeah. Ooh, are we going headphoneless? What is happening? We are riddled with technical difficulties today, folks. Is this the return of the podcast ghost? Maybe. Mm, that's been a while. It's been a very long time. Maybe that's why Streamlabs has been giving me so much trouble lately. It's not an update. It's the podcast ghost. Okay, I'm going to put myself on push to talk so you don't have to worry about censoring out any. Fine by me. Okay, perfect. Now that we are better and not dealing with technology. We're so great at it. Yeah. Um, what I'm would a you millennial, post I promise. That would alarm your followers without your kidnappers knowing that you're asking for help. If I said anything negative about my husband publicly. And, and I, I know that sounds really weird, but like, honestly, like... The only time he ever shows up is any time in my Instagram feed when I'm telling the world that he's helping me with something. So if I was suddenly like, I'm filing for divorce, people would be like, what the hell is happening? See, I think I also, my answer is like incredibly easy and incredibly obvious to anybody who knows me. If I like stopped posting about like a bunch of, about like ghosts or sleep token, or if I was like, you know, like, because I'm kind of over it. Like they're not that great. I think that would send people running to be like, where, like, where is she? What have you done with her? That, or if I said I was quitting cosplay, I think yes. honestly, I think people, I think people would genuinely be concerned about like whether or not I was being held against my will, like not like just missing or like something was wrong, but like genuinely kidnapped and like being forced to write stats. <laughs> yeah, if I if if I was like, yeah, I'm shutting down the podcast. I think that I would hope that would alarm people. I I mean I tangentially like i understand like hyperfixations come and go so i get it so i'm not like 
I I wouldn't personally be worried. Here's but like, the thing. you're right. But the ghost thing in particular, one. Oh, the ghost thing. I know that, and I I tangentially know you. This never comes off, and also I have a ghost tattoo. It's my only tattoo. It was my first tattoo. I love that. My first tattoo was a complimentary tattoo with my husband. Because That's so fun. Actually, Memorial Day this year is when I got it. So we got like. I didn't want to get matching tattoos because I have anxiety and I'm like petrified that like if something goes south, I do not want to have matching tattoos people with my ex are, And people are always like, oh, like that jinxes it or whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I have fun ideas. Yeah, I'm I'm too superstitious to like ever get matching tattoos with someone. I'll get complimentary tattoos with anyone. Like I don't care. But yeah, so like mine mine is a moon, like a crescent moon with some stars, and then inside the crescent moon is a sun. And his is the opposite. It's a sunburst, and then it's on the inside is a little crescent moon and stars. That's so, cute. Yeah, because he's my sun and sky, and I'm his moon and stars. I, it was it was cute, and then and then we're doing the tattoo, and of course me, I'm a dumbass, and I did not realize that uh, colored ink hurts more than regular ink, and I got oh, my first fun. tattoo on my ribs. Ooh, ouchie! I did not tap out or cry. Wow. Um, and I sat through that entire session without, like, I I can't, what was I watching? I was watching the Addams Family Values. Nice. <laughs> I was getting tattooed in, like, my friend's basement, because my friend is a tattoo artist, but she's an independent artist, so she has all the equipment, and she's yeah. trained, yeah. and she's, like, licensed, and she has all that, but she doesn't have a studio, so she's, like, she's set up in her basement. I'm like, yeah, cool, this is fine. Like, I'm just driving to some random house in New Jersey and getting tattooed. Like, whatever. Whatever. It obviously worked perfectly fine because she's a professional. It's just she it just was has a home a studio. Weird experience. It was a weird experience. Yeah, the one tattoo I have is like black line, and it was like right behind my ear. So like, I mean, several events in my life have led me to believe that I kind of just have a high pain tolerance to begin with. But yeah, I think didn't hurt I all think... that much. It just stung a little bit over the tendon. Mine stung right on my boob. That really stung. I believe it. Um, that and then, honestly, it it that's the only part that really hurt. And then my husband said I almost broke his hand because I was holding it so. But I think that was mostly just nerves because it's like, I it's it's not easy to like hear a needle coming at you. I feel that. I also feel like I'm probably going to, at some. I have joked about this multiple times, and every single time this comes out of my mouth, it becomes less of a joke. I think it would be really funny if I got a little Kirby tattooed on my butt cheek so he was appropriately squishy. I love that. <laughs> we can get matching tattoos. We'll get matching Kirbys. Fuck yeah. Kirby is best boy. You do not understand. Look, I have Kirby blankets. There's a Kirby I hanging. A I, you can just barely see him in the edge of the frame. There's a little Kirby <laughs> keychain hanging off of my curtain rod. So, um, we have, yeah, we have, we have the official, like, licensed, uh, pack from Bandai, so we have these little mini Kirbys that just, like, float around our apartment. And I have various mini Kirbys on my bookshelf there that I have gotten out of, like, blind boxes at Saratoga Comic Con. Yeah, um, and then we ha I have, I have, like, a giant, um... I have a giant, like, mechanical warrior figure from Fallout. Um, it's called Liberty Prime. It's like a, it's a weapon of mass destruction, basically. Oh and yeah, I no, we st have... we stand. Um, I have a bunch of Kirby's like 
on his head. Like, one of them is, is like, the big open mouth Kirby trying to suck up Liberty Prime's nice. head. And it, I regret nothing. Like, there's just Kirby's everywhere. Everywhere in my apartment. I've got art. I've got blankets. I've got pillows. I've got stuffies. I, this, I forget where I got this, but this is a Kirby pillow. It says ye on one side and ha on the other. Yee-haw. Incredible. Yeah, no, every time I say, every time I, like, tell anybody about the, like, the notion, the concept of Kirby butt cheek tattoo, it becomes less of a joke. I'm not, if, I'm, I'm taking that 100% literally. I am going, now that you've given me, me this idea, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna get one, it's gonna be, like, this big. Yeah, it's no, it'll be, be tiny. tiny. And that's my thing. Who's gonna know? My husband would know. Well, that's, and that's my thing. The only people who would ever actually see it, like, it doesn't matter. It may as well be invisible to, like, it's completely invisible to the rest of the world. Who cares? I mean, my tattoo is functionally visible from the rest of the world because it's hidden, like, half under my bra strap. So, like, unfortunately, that's like, mine behind my ears. So, like, every time I, like, go to like shave my own undercut i am reminded that it is in fact there i'm just like oh yeah oh mine's in white ink so oh, fun. i truly i truly have no like i will just turn around and i have really bad vision i'm legally blind without contacts or glasses like it's a known factoid i talk about it all the time but i'll be staring at myself like i'm wearing contacts right now i'll be staring at my side with the tattoo in the mirror and i still won't see it wow. so like it's just because the it's not because it's faded. It's not because it's like the ink has bled out. It's not because of that. It's just because it's white on alabaster white skin. It looks like this really cool tattoo. But at the same time, yeah. I was like, oh god, why did I pick colored inked on a rib cage for my first tattoo? <laughs> I mean, it can only well that's the thing. It can only get better. Right? My husband my husband when he got his, because he got his on his uh bicep. So he was getting it all done, and he's like, oh yeah, it kind of stings, because she did shading on his, which mm -hmm. is obviously more ink, hurts more. So he's he's doing that, and he's like, oh yeah, it kind of just stings a little bit, like it pinches, but it's not really bad. And he's like, I don't know how you did it, meaning me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I just... Yeah, if I, if I, I were to be like... This ghost thing is stupid. I think everyone would know that, that something was wrong. Brooks, what about you? I know you're not much of a social media poster, but you still have to answer the question. Yeah, yeah I don't know that people would notice because I don't really post on social media. <laughs> That's kind of depressing, actually. Well, I'm just not, like, just not my thing, really. Well, um, so would, would you posting be enough of a warning <laughs> no i think um i think the major thing i could do was uh to post that i was like never going to run again or that i hate running because when i do post it's almost always about my the races that i run yes it is so yeah suddenly i was like you know what i don't like running i'm not gonna do it anymore i think yeah, well, i would understand how that would be concerning 100 yeah, yeah. Because most people, that's like all they see of my life is running. So, yeah, yeah. I'm a very, I'm a simple, I'm a simple woman. I have a very recognizable brand. My brand is chaos. That is my brand. Yeah, mine has a decent amount of chaos incorporated into it as well. Um, unless anyone else has, unless ugh. words. Unless anyone has anything else to say about that. 
we can move right along. We can move along. I think we're good. <laughs> okay. Um, stole this from an Instagram account. And I, I credit all these things. I say stolen. Everything that I take from other sources is in the description. <laughs> um, but you can have one thing, one of these things that I'm going to list. You can have it free for the rest of your life. Flights, food, concert tickets, gas, hotel rooms, or clothes slash shoes. Food, 100%. That's what I was going to say, because everything that I'm not spending on food, I just put towards all the other fun stuff. See, does clothing include costumes? I'm going to say if it goes on your body, then yes. Because that, for me, is priceless. <laughs> but, like, I have that or it would either be that hotel rooms or gas honestly Valid. because i drive i drive to all of my conventions i've never i mean i've flown places before i went to miami on my honeymoon and i live in connecticut but like i i haven't flown anywhere for a convention yet so like all of my merch all of that gets loaded into the back of an suv and like i drive i once drove six and a half hours after a full con weekend back from roger well my husband did i didn't but <laughs> Was he giving me- were you giving me a nasty glare? Gotta love it. <laughs> he said he was thinking it very loudly. <laughs> okay. But like, we did- so Friday- to give you an idea of like, how, what I'm willing to do. Friday, we took the day off work, and we drove six and a half hours, which turned into like an eight and a half hour trip. We drove from Connecticut to Rochester, New York. Nice. Set up. Did That's a two-show weekend. Oh my god. That's insane. Two-show weekend, and then drove after we broke down. So, show ended Sunday at, like, 5. We broke down, get everything packed into the car at, like, 6.30, and then we drove back and went to work the next day. I pretend I do not see it. Which convention? Was it Flower City? Unfortunately. <laughs> I, yeah, I loved Flower City. I loved Flower City. It was a fantastic show. I just, I can't make that drive. And, Valid. And, like, the, it's, it's not as popular as a show as one might think. So it, it does suffer in sales a little bit. So, like, loved the show. If I had free time, I'd totally just take a trip out to Rochester and, like, spend the weekend. That's totally, like, vibing, but, like, guesting is a little bit more difficult because there's a little bit more that goes into it. It's not yeah, just I the fun experience. There's, like, a bunch of, like, business admin stuff that goes into it. So, like, well, that's City, the thing. great convention. Absolutely great convention. Guesting, not so much. We're keep, we're hoping, fingers crossed, to uh, to table at the next Saratoga Comic Con, so we're, like... That would be amazing! But, like... Keeping it local while we figure that shit out. Um. But yeah. Fingers crossed, talking to people, I should probably follow up. <laughs> Things get busy, you know. But yeah, well, I think- it's, it's around the corner, it's only like, really? what, five months away? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. May. I'll get my ass on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I would definitely do the free food thing. Because, like, I think that would just make everything else in my life so much easier. 
Well, like, of all those things, like, food is the one thing you need every single day. Yeah. You know? Debatable. <laughs> and plus, I take this to mean, like, it can be any food. So yeah, I'd be that's like, my thing. live in large. I wouldn't have to cook anymore. Yeah, no. Just DoorDash every day, every yeah. meal. Yeah, whatever I want. Yeah. Now, okay. now, does the food include the tip for delivery driver? Mm. Or, like, service charges in Grubhub? Because if it doesn't, then you're going to be paying a lot more on top. Because the if it's just food, then it's just a food item, not the all the extra charges. I don't know. That's just what I would think. That's why they, they really just kind of don't specify. They don't specify. Legal, lawyers call it ambiguity. Yeah. Or, like, I guess the hypothetical is not that specific. So when they just say, like, you get free food, I'm going to assume that everything is covered, TM. I yeah. might change it to food. Now, yeah, because if, if I change it to food, that means I can order Haagen-Dazs and not feel guilty about buying, spending $6 on a fucking pint of ice cream. There you go. Yeah, because it's not only a money saver, it's a time saver. It's a time saver. And also, like, that just makes other things easy, like overpriced venue food no longer a problem Mhm. Mm yeah or you could just be me and just like sneak granola bars in i mean we've all done it <laughs> i think i think what's funniest is that like a lot of shows have a green room right where guests are allowed to like go take a load off i did not realize i have been guesting at saratoga i've been a guest at four saratoga shows four I only just realized this past Saratoga Comic-Con that there was a green room. Because my dumbass didn't ask for it. And I just, I like, Jen, who's the cosplay coordinator, literally came up to me and was like, hey, do you want some water? I was like, God, I would love some. Like, where is some water? And she goes, oh, it's in the green room. And I'm like, there's a... See, that's what? the kind of thing that that definitely wouldn't occur to me either, because I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, that's for, like, the special people. Right. And Not I, me. Yeah, it, it happens a lot. And so um, it's even worse because it's the imposter syndrome is so strong because every badge I get for a Saratoga or a Sam Chase show says celebrity on it. I'm like, I am not. I was like, I am. So when I first got my first badge that said celebrity on it, I cried, first of all. Oh, I would I literally, too, honestly. I, I literally, I opened the envelope, took it out, and I just burst into tears. And, That's and then the type I, of shit I talked I'm to on. Sam. I talked to Sam. I was like, Sam, thank you so much. He goes, why? Like, this is legitimately what you're doing. And I was like, yeah, but I don't feel like a celebrity. He's like, yeah, but you technically are. And I was like, that is so weird. I do... And this past Saratoga, I had people coming up to me being like, I'm huge fans of your work. I was like, I do not know how to respond That's to this. So I was like, sweet. I do not. There were, so Min Hudson, core memory for me. These two girls, I was dressed as Harley Quinn, came up to my table and they wouldn't approach my table. So like, if you remember Min Hudson, my table, and then there was like a big wide open space and then the beginning of the next table. Yeah. Um, So they were like hanging towards that other table and... I, I, like, waved hi, and they said, can we come up? And I was like, uh, yeah, like, I don't bite. Like, what? They were so excited because they saw me on the billboard out front. They were shaking. And I was like, I, I have anxiety. I know what it's like to meet someone that you, like, idolize. And I was like, 
oh god i was like i am now an idol i was like i i'm I was like i am I'm not just some guy for this. <laughs> i was like i'm like, not responsible enough for this but they ended up buying some prints and i threw in a couple of extras as freebies and one of them burst into tears and i was like oh my god like i was like are you okay and what did i do so much she's like i'm so excited i was like uh i'm really awkward to begin with and that just like how do you react to that yeah like i'm just some guy yeah, like, I'm I'm literally just a person. I'm, like, every... People are, like, I released my first calendar this year. Oh my um, god, slay, excited. pop off. Pre-orders um, and orders in general closed in four and a half hours. So... I was gonna say we would one. put that in the description, but never mind, because there is a nine-day delay on our release <laughs> record schedule. Yeah, so um, I will be doing a calendar next year, though, so be on the lookout for that. You heard it here, folks. Um, so, anyway, I sold my first calendar to a random stranger the other day, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, because now a stranger has 13 11 by 17 prints of me in their house. And in addition, because the promo is, this year at least, is the 11 by 17 calendar, which is full-size pages, and then two free prints on top of it. So this, this person now has 15 photos of me in their house. Like, I don't know how to react to that. I don't know. Like, how do you process that? Yeah, if the someone minute, ever, like, organically I... told me that they like the podcast, I would lose my shit. Yeah. It is It is the weirdest feeling. I'm like, what do you because, mean? Trust me. Trust me. It is not, it is not easy. It, I still don't know how to handle it. And I mean, like, oh, I'm not expecting it, it. I'm not expecting it to happen because, again imposter syndrome <laughs> so yeah i kind of just don't think about it and then maybe on the off chance that it ever does happen my brain will just explode it's it's a nice feeling but it is a weird feeling all right well a girl can dream i only get that in my nerdy academic world because of like papers i've published that's so listen fun, that's equally as cool though <laughs> where people are like oh my god you you are this person that wrote this i'm like yeah <laughs> i've been like Love that my brother's getting his phd right now and he's doing his research because he's getting it let me let me see if i can remember this okay so he's going i know he's going to johns hopkins right now um and i think his doctorate is going to be in biomolecular and chemical engineering i am not 100 sure he's probably gonna yell at me for that later <laughs> Um, but he's, he's like Sheldon level genius, so he's like, I'm like, Ken, when do you graduate? He's like, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, how's your research coming? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. We, you know, we all have those moments. No, you never asked about the dissertation. We have all been there. Um... My final thing that I have is what reality show would you want to appear on and why? Mm, I don't actually watch reality TV, but I feel like The Bachelorette would be fun. I think The Great British Baking Show would be fun. Yo, that would be amazing! Or Chopped. I think Chopped, I would be really, really bad at Chopped, but I think the experience would be fun. I totally forgot cooking shows qualified as reality TV. That they do. Yeah. Bake Off is like the one reality show I watch. Like honestly, 
honestly, the only I don't I don't really watch reality TV at all. I don't really watch cooking shows at all. Um, I usually watch cartoons or anime. Valid. But um, <laughs> but I was oh fuck, where was I going with this? Sorry, my brain is shot. I've been working like crazy on this implementation at work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Happens to the best of us. Anime. So I remembered what I was talking about. Thank you. Um, husband reminded me because husband was the one who made this comment. Um, I introduced him to Oran High School Host Club. Mm, um, nice. Which which is my one of my favorite animes personally. And they had a whole Oran High School Host Club group at Saratoga this year. And I I was like, oh my snap, god, I saw immediate, that immediate photo. Hell um, yes. Uh, so he was. Netflix was like not loading Oran for some reason, and I'm like trying to get it to load, and my husband's like, "Why isn't it loading?" I'm like, "I don't know." He goes, "Why are you keeping me from my pretty boys? Why are you keeping me from the only thing close to reality TV I can tolerate?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it kind of is." Yeah, I was like, "You know what? You're not wrong." <laughs> oh, you know what I think would be fun? Um, even though I'm. This isn't like I can't bake, but I think I like I can't bake anything complicated. But I think the Great British Baking Show would be fun. I can't really dance, but I think Dancing with the Stars would be fucking lit. Honestly, uh, having taken dance lessons, it's not that hard to dance. 
it's there's a reason so many celebrities have gone on Dancing with the Stars. It's because okay, it's great, dumb. perfect. Then that just makes my life even easier. Honestly, I'm Dancing with the Stars would be way too labor intensive for me. I am not an exercise person at all. I need to be more of an exercise person. That's a thing that I'm working on. Um, and I think that would be a fun way to force myself to do it. And also, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it might be a good time. I think, I think it would, I would like the flashy costumes, personally. Yeah. Like, me, I would love to be decked head to toe in fringe. Like, hit me with that fringe. Like, yes. And I think it would also, again, satisfy my, like, I like a little attention. Honestly, I I tell people like, why did you get into cosplay? I'm like, I I love cosplaying. I love you know art. I love makeup. I love doing all that, and all of that is true. But what a lot of people are wanting to hear is that I just want it for attention. Which I mean, attention is nice, but like there are certain times where I just like do not want to be perceived as. See, the fun thing about me is that you know, like any self-respecting. 20 something in this day and age and economy i got anxiety but i have a lot of weird uno reverse card anxiety symptoms wherein i love being in like crowds i love being at the center of things i love to like disappear i know no one's looking at me in fucking times square see i wish i could do that i just my anxiety is the paranoid anxiety of like oh god everybody's staring at you yeah, it's no, I I don't know I don't know what it is, and cosplay in particular, especially if I'm like in a full face of makeup or like makeup or whatever, I'm like nobody knows who I am. Fuck it, let them look. Well, personally, I will draw their attention. Personally, when I'm in cosplay, so I do it because I dress up as other people. I like doing the costume. I like making. I like art. Whatever. Um, but I I call it my hot girl hours because it's the oh, one of stand. the few times I actually put on makeup. To the point where, like, I'm not that good at makeup. I'm really not. I'm okay at best. I'm learning just like everybody else. My, I'll show photos of myself to my mother, my own mother, and she'll look at that and be like, that's not you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, mom, you raised me, and I am 27 years old. Like, I, I've lived in this, I've either lived in your house or in the same town for the entirety of my life. How, what do you mean this doesn't look like me? And she's like, well, it doesn't look like you at all. And I'm like, is it the skin smoothing filter that I used? Or, like, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Real. I I wish I could explain it. It's just like, I, I love. Don't mind, I don't mind getting attention when I'm in costume. It's when I'm not in costume that I'm like, eh. <laughs> Even then, I kind of don't care. It's very strange. See, I wish. I'm, like, more concerned about, like, what people I've known for years and years think about me, still. Rather than, like, what some guy on the internet thinks. I wish. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, there's, like, there's a strange Uno reverse card thing going on with me. That my Uno reverse when card will science explain it? Who knows? My Uno reverse card for anxiety is if someone else has anxiety about the thing, I suddenly become able to do the thing for them. Oh, yeah, no, it's the mom friend override. Yeah, I have that. 100%. I yep. don't know how I got it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, 
I'll be like, God, I, I, like, me personally, I hate phone calls. I infinitely prefer video chats. Phone calls are just so awkward, and I, I hate them. So I'm like, God, I have to call an appointment and, like, make an appointment with my doctor. My friend's like, oh, my God, I can't do that. Like, I really have to. I've been putting it off for weeks. I'm like, what's the phone number? I'll call and make an appointment. Yeah, I got like, it. <laughs> they're like, what? Didn't you just, didn't you say you can't? I was like, it's irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> That's not what we're <laughs> talking about apply. here does not apply to the situation so they're just that's the mom friend over it i guess mm -hmm. yep but yeah i think being on one of the more like friendly competition shows one would be fun and two would satisfy my need for attention yeah i think i think having as far as competition shows go chopped is probably not the most relaxing thing um I feel like it would be easier if we were, like, cooking in pairs. Like, or, like they have a couple of top things specials. that they do on Netflix where it's, like, it's, like, a baking show, but it's supposed to suck. Oh, my God, yes. Like, was, yeah, a great baking show. Ever, yeah. cake ever or something. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed I think it's nailed it. That would yeah. be very fun because I, ha be I have hilarious. my freedom to fail. See, yeah. the thing is, is, like, I would go on there and try hard. So, like... Oh, I 100% would, but, I, but like, I would I would laugh about it because there's no pressure. I'll try, but, like... I mean, there's, like, $20,000 on the line. There is a little bit of pressure. <laughs> I mean, in any reality show, is there not a little bit of pressure if there's a monetary prize? But other than that, I would say... I think that would be the most fun because, like, everyone else is gonna suck, too. It's just about sucking yeah. the least. And I think yeah, I would, frankly, thrive in a situation like that, where it's just about sucking the least. To me, Great British Baking Show would be the top choice, just because just general vibes. Oh, but yeah, the vibe Nailed there it. seems delightful. Nailed It was going to be my second choice, because I've watched every episode of that show, and, like, I could definitely do better than those people. They just do, like, there you go. stupid stuff. Like, this... Ever, they just make the same mistakes over and over, and it's like, if you ever watch the show, you know these are things you don't do. So why don't you keep doing them? Yeah. Yeah, general- I work in HR, people are generally pretty stupid. Like, I love- I love my employees, don't get me wrong, I love each and every one of them, and I would- I would go to the ends of the earth for them, but like, god, guys, like, seriously. <laughs> you're not making it easy on me. Oh my god, what's that thing from fucking Veep? Where it's like, you know, I've met some people, real people, and a lot of them are fucking idiots. I haven't seen Veep, but Julia Louis-Dreyfus was amazing in Seinfeld, so... She, I love her. I don't think I ever actually finished watching that show, and I really should, because holy shit, she's so funny. I should probably- is it streaming anywhere? HBO, I think. Cool, the one service I don't have. Whoopsies. Although, you know, frankly, in this day and age of uh, streaming services, like, yoinking everything off of their platform, if a purchase or a subscription does not equal ownership, then there's no such thing as piracy. True. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> anyway. Let's um... advocate for 
Well, no, it's like um, now that we've turned this into like uh, now that we've turned this into into anti-capitalist corner. Although I am gonna say this is the thing that really truly pisses me off. I think uh, PlayStation did this recently, like with um, games or with some form of like people had made digital purchases like through whatever PlayStation store. Like they had bought it. It wasn't like oh I rent this movie or like I'm paying for a streaming service and I stopped. They had purchased like old seasons of shows or whatever and then they were just gone like they just were just like you don't like you purchased this you do not have access to this anymore so like i don't even know like frankly i don't think it is advocating piracy at that point if if a purchase of my of your digital content doesn't actually mean anything they're just like loaning it out to you then there's no such thing I will be really upset if my Walking with Dinosaurs um, purchase is no longer on my Amazon video. Just throwing that out there. Yes, I'm talking about the 1990, like, three epic Walking with Dinosaurs. I love it. I I woke up at, like, 2 a.m. the other day, and I was like, I can't remember the name of that show that I watched, like, 12 years ago, but I have this drastic need to watch it again. And I I literally... what is it where just something like whatever like cells like click in your brain and it's like i need this now and it's something you haven't thought about in 10 years yeah so i literally 2 a.m i'm googling dinosaur documentaries from 1990 love it and and then i finally like i'm going down this rabbit hole and by the way that show title has multiple spin-off titles and i'm like no i need to find the original so i'm i'm looking for it i can't find it streaming anywhere and then I, I find it on Amazon. I'm like, okay. I paid like eleven ninety nine and I bought the entire series. Like, whatever. But I'm should. gonna be so upset if it goes away. And also, just like, as a film person, the whole the notion of like the fact that we have lost media and the fact that it is like going to happen again in droves with the with the way that like streaming is structuring itself. Like, there are hundreds and hundreds of like silent films that are just gone because they're they used to like recycle the celluloid of the actual film reels because there was like the notion of like other people will watch this later like there's a way to preserve this just didn't exist but like we know better now and it's going to happen again with streaming which is why i am a huge proponent of physical media and yet frankly if a purchase and download does not equal ownership then there's no such thing as piracy I'm loving that this turned into the anti-capitalist, like, podcast. Media preservationism, baby. I am so about it. Eat the rich. Eat the rich, indeed. (laughs) And also, again, stop with the physical media is so important. Anyway. It's It's why I print photographs of everything. No, same. Like, I have, you can't quite see it. You can only see the top of it. But I have a huge dvd and blu-ray shelf and anything that i genuinely really like i get my hands on a physical copy as soon as possible i i still find it really weird that like people there are some kids that don't know what a dvd is that's alarming i hate that yes that is alarming it is very alarming there are also kids who don't know what a cd is that's bad I had a car that used to play CD. My car still went, has a CD oh my player. God. It's from 2017. My, my, mine mine still has it. But I went to a concert, like a punk rock concert, or a pop punk concert, sorry, pop punk concert, 
the album that they were playing from came out in like 2007. And they were like, oh yeah, do you remember this album? I was like, yeah, I had you on CD. And they literally stopped the concert and were like, that's a joke, right? And I'm like, no, I rented the CD from the library Ooh. and then bought it. And they were like, they're like, who are there you? There were some people in the audience who were like, what the hell is this? I was like, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I just like millennial aged myself there. Like, I was the youngest person, or at least the youngest looking person in that concert venue. And I was like, oh god. No, my boyfriend was telling me how he had a whole phase that he would like take out as many CDs from the library as they would let him at one time. And he would rip them all onto his computer and like do the exact hey, listen, same thing. Listen, we all did it. We all did it. <laughs> What was the music playlist? What were you saying, Brooke? What was, what was the band that you saw? Every Avenue. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I also go All Time Low is technically my favorite band. Avicii is my favorite artist. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and I've seen All Time Low in concert twice and Every Avenue in concert twice. So, I, I only went to my first concert like two years ago. <laughs> I was I wasn't allowed to growing up. My parents See, so my parents I wasn't allowed to, to have an emo phase, but that wasn't the but like I think the first concert I went to was like thir fourteen, maybe. Or like the first like real concert. Yeah, so my parents grew up in like the seventies, eighties when like all of those huge, huge like bands were like do only doing stadium tours. Like there were no such thing as like small town things. Mm -hmm. And they went to a Who concert when where I was born, actually, and three kids got trampled to death in general admission because it was so crazy. So my my bands that I really like to see usually only have general admission. So I was like, oh let me go to this concert. My mom was like who the fuck do you think you are? Like, no, you are not. And I was like, mom, I was like, general admission can't be that bad. Like, I'm an adult. And she's like, you're 16. I'm like, yeah. I don't think and? I went to a general admission concert until I was 23. Yeah, I, I, my parent, my mom wouldn't let me go to any concerts because she was convinced they were all general admission, even if you bought tickets. That's a little it's excessive. It is a little excessive. And then when I told her I went to my first concert, she was like, oh, that's really nice. I'm so happy for you. I was like, mom, who are, what? Ma'am. <laughs> I was like, Ex I was like, I love you and you're my mother and I will love you forever. But like, mom. Sometimes, you know, make it make sense. Meanwhile, I was getting tossed around in mosh pits when I was in high school. So. Oh God, God, I wish that were me. I, I have too many back problems to be thrown around in a mosh pit right now. <laughs> Crowd surfing and jumping in the pit are on my 2024 bucket list. I would love to crowd surf. I, have I could. Here's the thing. Surf. I was at a sleep token concert and I definitely could have, but I like didn't want to get sent to the back because I was already kind of far back and I like wanted to see what was going on. And I was like, I'm not going to take that risk here because I fucking love sleep tokens so much. But if I like, I know that sleep tokens going to tour, uh, in the U.S. again in 2024, and I also didn't do it at Avatar because I was right on the barrier, and I was like, "Well, I'm not risking this. Like, not giving this spot up." There was no moshing or crowd surfing allowed at Ghost, so. But yeah, that's what I, I want to do it. 
I could have done crowd it. Surfing, crowd surfing doesn't normally happen at All Time Low or Every Avenue concerts. Um, all Time Low, uh, you're more likely to get a mosh pit. Although All Time Low is also equally as likely that you're just going to get a bunch of stoners or like drunkards just like you... dancing. Mm. It's it's actually not as bad as I make it out to be. Like okay, All Time Low is the band that did Dear Maria, Count Me In. Oh yeah. So, and... like, all of their music is, like, that, like, vibe. So, like, mm -hmm. it's, even if you're just, like, a bunch of random stoners or a bunch of drunkards, you're going to have a really good time, and you're going to make sure that you keep having a good time instead of, like, what normally happens at, like, raves or, like, rock concerts or anything where you just keep going. <laughs> Pantera. <laughs> I have such beef with Pantera for, like, no, well, I mean, for several legitimate reasons. But anyway, um, there actually there was crowd surfing and moshing at Power Wolf, but I was in the like second because it was a this old theater that had been converted, so it's like standing room only, like it's general admission now. But there's still like the tiers to the building, so I was like in like the second tier of this general admission, so that just like wasn't happening. I feel like I would be so petrified to crowd surf just in general because i'm worried about people grabbing me like i would not want to just be touched by a bunch of random strangers like i think it would be fun a fun whatever. experience but like i mean i'm i'm also just very whatever about a lot of things fuck it i'm very anti-crowd surfing because it gave me a detached retina that one time my god <laughs> yeah from i was uh seeing the band against me and I was like up against the barrier and my arms got pinned when the crowd pushed forward. And so all these crowd surfers coming over my head kept kicking me in the head. The girl oh next God. to me got her eye like split open and had blood just pouring down. And yeah. <laughs> so I haven't actually done crowd surfing, but I'm very anti crowd surfing because I still have well, it is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. As is moshing. Like moshing is also incredibly dangerous. Oh, yeah. And maybe this I is just me being stuff. stupid. But I gotta say, the idea of, like, leaving a concert with a bloody nose sounds like the coolest thing in the world. I would feel it's like such a bad- the metal thing in the world. I would feel like such a badass if I, like, left a show with blood down my face. And I frankly, if I see, like, Lorna Shore and I don't leave with blood down my face, I want my money back. If I do not have minor injuries after To the Hellfire live- I will be very disappointed. <laughs> Judge me as you see fit. No judgment here. <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of hoping to for minor injuries at Sleep Token, but that didn't happen. I don't know if I'd ever, like, like, I get the vibe, like, the vibes are immaculate with that statement, but I don't know if I'd ever, like, want to run the risk of actually injuring myself. I just, uh, like, I even, just, even slightly. Like. Maybe not minor. I just, I want to get roughed up a little bit. I don't know. That's, I find the idea of the pit very appealing for that reason. I just, I want to, I want to get it all out. Especially if, like, because Sleep Token has some really heavy shit. So, like, during that, I just want to, I don't know. I feel like it would I'm be. sure it'll make your brain go burr. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. I don't know, I got knocked to the ground once in the pit and got trampled on a few times before somebody helped me up, but 
somebody had like stepped my leg was at an angle like this and someone stepped on my ankle and that wasn't fun and here's the thing this is why I begin, this is why oh. i begin this statement with maybe i'm stupid and then i just had to limp my way out of there when the show was over like i very well could be i am often wrong but from my uneducated, inexperienced perspective, the idea of leaving a concert with a bloody nose seems like the most badass metal thing in the world. It probably looks that way, so I would tend to agree with you, but, like, I don't know but if what necessarily, do I know? like... What do I've I never know? actually had a bloody nose, so I don't... Actually, no, I lied. I have had a... I've broken my nose, but I don't think I've ever, like, had a bloody nose. Like One time my sister got a random nosebleed on an airplane. Yeah, it's because of the altitude. She used to get bad. Why am I remembering this? My sister used to get random nosebleeds all the time. No idea why. Doesn't She's happen actually any- Satan. Doesn't she happen anymore. She can't stand in a mortal form for too long. And yet I'm the one wearing the pentagram. <laughs> Wait, I get random nosebleeds every winter. Like, at least a few. That's normally because it's the dry air. It dries out the inside of your nostrils. But mm. I, my friend growing up used to be able, like, she got such black, bad nosebleeds that she was able to, like, predict when they were coming. So she would, like, she would weaponize it. Like, people would be like, oh, can you do this thing? She goes, I can't. I've got a nosebleed coming. And they, she, they'd be like, what? And they'd turn around and her nose would just be, like, pushing blood. <laughs> and so, so she's like, so, like, at one point, like, when she was in middle school i wasn't in the same class i only heard about this tangentially but she like had to go to the bathroom and the teacher was like no you have to stay for this part of the lesson and she was like no i seriously need to go like my nose is about to start bleeding and he's like you can't predict that and he like wrote something on the board he turned back and she's going like this and there's just blood all <laughs> and she's like i really have to and he's like go, go. i told you <laughs> And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you? And then as she got, as as we've gotten older, as she's gotten older, she's just turned it into like a joke. So now like people who know her and she'll, she'll say like, oh yeah, I'm about to get a nosebleed. Or she'll say something like, oh, Satan's calling. Or like, <laughs> I, like my mortal form is not long for this realm. And then she'll just like have a nosebleed like 30 <laughs> seconds later. And you're like, what? Eyes roll back. Honestly, I am so here for it. But since it's been a little while, I think that's going to bring us to the weekly worsening for today. Oh boy. Does anyone have anything that they would like to begin with, or I can Remind start? me of the weekly worsening. That The weekly worsening is, how are you more authentically yourself? How are you having more fun in a way that makes you more of a pain in the ass to be around for everybody? So, like, you're more difficult to deal with? But you're having fun, and that's what matters. Um, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, uh, may or may not have been mentioned, but uh, I give my boss a lot of sass, and over the last week, I have made it even worse. Love it. Uh, to the point where I'm like actively a pain in the ass, um, because he's dropping a lot of work on me, and I'm like, I am one person, and my hours are eight to four. Like, <laughs> um, So uh, I am... It's not... It's not anything malicious. Like, I still get the work done. I still get everything done. But now I'm, like, I'm really giving him hell. As is, you know, as is your right, I would say. Yeah, like, I, he'll be like, oh, can you do this? And I'm like, Don, excuse you. 
<laughs> and he's like, he just looks at me like this man is like 30 years my senior and like ex army vet, like, you know, did a couple of tur tours in the Persian Gulf and active duty. Like, this guy obviously has never been afraid of anything in his entire life. And like, I'll just be like, excuse me? And he'll just look at me and be like, what? what? Does not compute. <laughs> like, he's like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> And he'll be like, oh, could you please? I'm like, thank you. And then I'll just like happily go do the task. And he's like, he, he'll just, he'll slowly walk away from my office and be like, I don't know what just happened. I love it. Like, I that's the whole vibe it. we're going for this week at work. I would definitely say that counts. I'm still on my Elden Ring bullshit. We'd love to see it. It continues. I'm not doing very good at it. I can never play Dark Souls because I get so frustrated so fast. It's also the same reason I can't play Cuphead for more than 15 minutes. <sighs> Cuphead is brutal. Cuphead is fucking brutal. I See, here's the thing. It's I fun, but it's so frustrating. I have played a little bit of Dark Souls, and I find myself very, in, like, I'm very interested in the world. I, like, I want to know more. I want to explore. But I'm kind of, like, uh, boiling the frog with... Elden Ring because there's the sort of open world thing going on where it's like okay like you can do a couple little side quests and level up before you gotta do all the crazy shit with the bo so like I'm getting myself used to a Souls game TM or at least Probably I'm trying to move. so yeah I Elden Ring mostly and my cat is scratching at the door Oh yeah, my Christmas tree, my second Christmas tree, is currently sitting in pieces with no ornaments on it, fully disassembled, uh, in the corner of my office right now, because the little fucker won't leave it alone. And not just, like, batting at the branches or whatever, no, he wraps himself, like, around the trunk of this artificial tree, and I have to, like, extract him. He's just a little guy. He's just a little guy, but he's a very difficult little guy. So he's getting his tree privileges taken away. So that's how I'm worse this week, Brooks. How about you? I thought you were going to bring up Sweeney Todd being worse. I mean, that definitely, definitely made me worse. But, like... It was a culture experience. It was She's a culture experience. Now. And also, like, I mean, I gave my review. That's true. Well, maybe it made me worse, then, since... That was technically the first thing I saw on Broadway. Oh, good I, for you. My weird order, I started with the West End in London, and then touring Broadway, and then actual Broadway. But then we get to see Spam a lot. Oh my god, I want to see that so <laughs> bad. I've been dying since the day they were, I found out. I'm like, we go? Where are we going? When are we going? <laughs> my husband's seen it, and I want to see it so bad. Exciting. Yeah, I think um, that's like three or four weeks in a row that you've mentioned Elden Ring as, as your worsening, and I'm very similar, but with my 3D printing, because like now I've reached this point where I'm disassembling things. Wow. Ooh. Um, I just bought a laser cutter on Black Friday. I feel you. Nice. <laughs> well, because this is why you don't leave it alone. I don't know if you can really see... Um, there was a huge bunch of plastic that all got backed up and clogged. Here's a big chunk of it that I managed to get out of there, but I gotta disassemble it to get the rest out. Oh no. I should not have left it. What were you printing? Uh, zombie squirrel. 
cool okay just curious yep yep that's that's why it's squirrel colored so Not yes you find us both in the midst of new hyper fixations yeah yeah it's been well, three yeah so i am um i am equally as guilty on black friday i was like let me go on amazon that was a mistake um Several credit card swipes later, um, I am now the proud owner of a laser cutter that is not yet assembled. So, we're gonna- I still have a cricket that I've never used, so... <laughs> I have a cricket, like, it's it's like a top-of-the-line cricket, I've just never used it. And then, um, now I have a laser cutter that I'm also probably never gonna use. It happens. And I will eventually be investing in a 3D printer. That one I probably will use, mostly for the shop, but, like, also for maybe, like, 3D printing accessories or something. No, literally, but, as soon um, as she was like, I got a 3D printer, I was like, so you can you can make me things, right? It, it pays to have friends with 3D printers. One of my friends has four 3D printers, and, like, for my... He he runs a small business, so okay. he's, a, he's a teacher full-time, but he runs a small 3D print business on the side, so... He was, um, I was commissioning him for a new set of Fallout, uh, badges or, like, tags for my vault suit, and he just, he was like, oh, cool, what's your address? I'm like, yeah, sure, and, like, just tell me how much it is, and then, like, two weeks later, they just show up at my door, and I'm like, dude, like, how much do I owe you? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm like, no, but, like, you, I'm like, I'm like, oh, thanks. But at the same time, like, dude, you use your time and your money and your printers and your electricity. Like, I have to pay you something. He's like, eh, don't worry about it. I'm like, great. And then I have friends who have 3D printers who are upgrading their 3D printers being like, hey, you want for a shot at this? I'm like, okay. <laughs> don't mind I if I do. You. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> yeah, it definitely helps. It helps to have friends in high places. <laughs> That it most certainly does, but alright. Speaking of friends, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week for more chaos. We will see you then. Adios. Friends Podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guest Harley Knox. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at brkelly98, at andsarahsaid, and check out Harley's link tree in the episode description. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.